Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, your host of the weekly Wake Up With Spirit, brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. And as many of you know, and some don't, so uh, I'll give, give you a little history. Spirit Seeker has been published for 24 years, and we've been digital since 1998. We were uh, one of the front runners in digital publishing, and you can always find us at spiritseeker.com. Uh, our online readership is growing. Uh, since, you know, a lot of the places, as we all know, are not uh, open for the print magazine, but you can still find us in the Whole Foods, always in Chicago and St. Louis. Um, and we will con- continue growing the print reading uh, again once people can find it uh, when our world has changed again. All right, so just a couple of announcements. Um, the show will uh, be every Friday morning at 9 a.m. That is the time that we've um, decided upon, but we will be adding a few other shows. We're inviting um, some other people to be hosts on the Spirit Seeker show. So that's something new that's coming. And then I want to announce the Spirit Seeker Academy, which uh, you can join for $25 per month, and then you get spiritual wisdom on feng shui, uh, new moon and full moon uh, manifesting, and then I send you um, – an audio tape of one of my radio shows or one of my classes. Uh, so if you're interested in that, just call the Spirit Seeker office or send us an email. It'll probably be better at info at spiritseeker.com. You can find the um, July issue online, as I told you, at spiritseeker.com. We also have a weekly email newsletter, and that goes to our subscribers, and our email subscribers are then eligible to um, win free books, free tickets to events, free DVDs, CDs, etc. Um, so the way to be added to our email newsletter is to send an email to info at spiritseeker.com, uh, just saying please ask, uh, add me to your list, or you can go to the Spirit Seeker site and there's a spot there where you can sign up for it. We just changed the format of the Spirit Seeker site. We're working out the final tweaks, but um, it's coming along, and I think you'll enjoy the new format a lot more. It's nice to see the articles rather than having to go through the whole magazine. You can just click on the ones that you're drawn to um, if, you're, um, if you don't have time to read it all in one setting. Um, then finally, what else is there? Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Other than we have postponed the Purple Pages, which is our annual wellness directory, we're changing the format. We're actually going to be, um, since so many places are still closed nationwide, we're going to be focusing on a resource for people who are doing work online or through Zoom rooms or over the phone. So um, because there are like so many cool things that are evolving out of this, you know, situation we're in. More people are reaching people nationwide because, you know, you can't just teach in a class, you know, when you can't have 10 or more, you know, 10 or less people and spatial distancing, it's, it's a little bit challenging. So people are finding that you can do a group breathwork session online. You can do a group meditation online. You know, some people were savvy with all this before, but we're all changing it. There's even one of our advertisers uh, doing group past life regressions online. You know, our world has changed. So we'll be bringing you more resources with, um, with people who are available. You know, I mean, I'm a life coach. Almost, I rarely meet a person in person. It's almost always over the phone, and, um, and that works. There's a, a wonderful connection. Okay, so that's enough announcements. I thank you for listening, and now I'm going to tell you about uh, our guest today. I am excited. Diane Garris is the music reviewer um, for Spirit Seeker, and she just finds the most interesting people. But here's a little bit more. Today she's going to discuss 
uh, the twin flames and soulmates and the difference. Uh, a lot of the, uh, she'll discuss the confusion and misinformation uh, regarding twin flame and um, the connection and how that plays out. I'll let her tell you the rest, but here's some of the other things. She's, uh, Diana's an award-winning New Age recording artist herself. She's an award-winning author, a visionary mystic, a voice recognition psychic, and tra- trans-channel medium who reads from the Akashic Records. Her work with Twin Flames is incredibly insightful. Uh, she's also the author and artist of several angel oracle decks and books, one of which is Money and Manifesting, and um, one and two. There's two different uh, parts to it. So she has two websites. One is diannegarris.com and it's dot com, And the other is diannegarrismusic.com. She is um, a joy to work with, and I'm delighted to be interviewing uh, Diane today. So, Diane, welcome to the show. Well, hi, Cindy. Good morning to you. <laughs> I'm excited yes. to be here. I, I love what yeah. you're doing. You know, and I, I love your attitude about you know, the whole pandemic and how to just change it into a positive. That's wonderful. We don't have much choice. Otherwise, we'll yeah. then there, exactly. And I'm not saying there aren't days, but I'm like, oh, my gosh. But then, you know, I just do something to shift the energy. And um, most exactly. of the time it works, thank goodness. Yeah. Exactly. So, listen, you, you wear a lot of hats, my dear. So um, today we were, we're going to talk about the twin flames, but I want you to just talk about in general, like just how this all started. Like as a child, were you gifted psychically? Was there a mentor in your family that had the gift or where did all this start? So actually it started at four years old and I okay. was seeing, um, yeah, seeing chakras, didn't really have a name for them. Didn't have anyone to discuss it with. I just thought everybody could see these and then um, started talking to dead people and uh, you know it just it just I came in this way so I just thought everyone could could just do this you know so yeah it started early <laughs> early I had a feeling <laughs> so, so so here's the deal as you've traveled um, along through this journey in life it just seems like you're reaching things to reach more people. Um, I mean, I didn't even know this part of you, I, you know, because the hands that you know, we've shared back and forth is your insight on music and how it's healing and it reaches, you know, different parts of the soul. And, you know, I think it has to be amazing working with all the different artists you work with and all that. But then here you go, like this, this whole other thing. How did you get drawn to studying the twin flames and soulmate part? I mean, where did, where did that soul urging come from? Yeah, so um, so I've been doing readings since I was 15, and then I did my first professional reading at 15, and um, the urging really comes from, uh, you know, I counseled on this my whole life, so uh, anyone that, I think you do readings too, so you know that, yeah, 99% of those questions are about relationships. And I started, I, I'm retired from readings, so you know, but I did them my whole life. And, and the, the, I noticed that, the, you know, they're all about relationships. And then these people were experiencing this pain around, um, well, the twin flame relationship. 
And I just came to know that just through reading, some of those relationships are not twin flame. Some of them are just soulmate, high-level soulmate. And there was a lot of confusion and a lot of pain about it. So I was drawn to it, you know, through counseling people all these years, basically. Right, right. Yeah. You know, it's um, the universe just knows, like, uh, who to send to us for readings. And, you know, I'm a medical intuitive and have a strong background in healthcare, So I wind up getting a lot of people, I get the relationships, of course, but a lot of um, a lot of people coming to me are seeking how they have a more balanced, healthy life. And like, they know they're out of whack, but they just don't know where the out of balance is. So, you yeah. know, doing the soul level work, and I think that's where we are, you know, 2020 is a four year numerologically. And it's all about like, you know, unity. And I think that when you have a more, well, I mean, you know, here we are, we're not unified as a nation, but as a world, we're unified in dealing with this pandemic. And as a world, um, I think that there's going to be a, you know, new alliance is coming out, hopefully um, honoring one another. But here's the thing. I think that after sheltering down, a lot of people are very aware that if they were alone, that maybe they want to open their heart and be with someone, you know, like, or yeah. if, if it wasn't going so well, then, you know, it's brought up other issues. But, but I think there's a yearning right now for a deeper soul connection in our relationships. Would you say that? That's pretty true what you... Well, it is true. And and so I noticed that this energy was intensifying. It started maybe in 2018. This energy was kind of intensifying. More more people were meeting their genuine twin flame. And, and that connection can cause a lot of confusion and pain. And so you had a lot of people running around going, you know, am I crazy? Because it's a strange, strange connection. And um, not like just, you know, a regular soulmate thing where you know each other and you go, okay, that's my person. This, this twin flame thing is, is about unity and, and union. And so I noticed that intensifying. And, um, yeah, I think people are yearning for it. And it is showing up because, I don't know if you got a chance to read my uh, part two of the Twin Flame article, but it's, uh, I sent it to you kind of late last night. But <laughs> I you, thought you, I awakened. <laughs> okay, so the, the uh, energies between male and female on our planet have become really distorted. And and so the female energy has has been sort of taught to now, you know, over the course of maybe the last decade, I don't know, maybe longer, to be more aggressive, to be more the hunter, to be more um, in her male energy and, 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 and go chasing things and, and so forth. And, and so that there's a distortion there. And then on the male side, the male energy has been sort of taught get more into their feminine energy, get in touch with their sensitive. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is they've sort of, the male energy has become femaleized a little bit and the female energy has become maleized a little bit. <laughs> I know it's not a word, but anyway. So the yin and the yang. There's a, yes. There's, there's, there's formed now a distortion here in the, 
in those two energies. So when as we see this, the these this twin flame energy becomes uh, more prevalent, it, it's because uh, of that distortion. So we're trying to balance, rebalance those energies between male and female. That's, that's kind of one of the reasons why it's it's, it's getting more uh, pronounced. One of them, anyway. And then, too, you know, union. Yeah, union. You know, we want the union. We long for the union. As we become more and more distanced and social distanced and physically distanced, and this is even in the last year, this has become really uh, pronounced. We long for that connection. So in one way, we're kind of drawing it in, but in another way, it's just, divine timing that this shows up now so for anyone out there that's wondering you know i'm feeling this this connection with this person and it's really odd and i can feel them and they can feel me and am i crazy no you're not that's really it's really happening it's and it's very real and two the veils are so thin now that you know telepathy very easy, um, you know, soul connection, very recognizable. It's, it's part of that's because of those va- the veils that we've been singing for the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years maybe even. Right. Well, and, you know, this whole thing is, you know, with the Zooming, we're all learning to Zoom, you know, like it's it's just quite fascinating what is happening. Like there are now zoom dating sites apparently i just was told about this from someone the other day they're like well you can't really meet anyone in person so people are getting to know one another through zoom connections through a dating site and i thought how interesting is it that this is going to um bring communication and then i'm hearing more and more people well this is true um with the working from home a lot of corporations are not bringing their employees back so this is changing the whole ballgame because a lot of high level professionals had to go to New York or go to Los Angeles or go to these big cities in order to get those big jobs. And now guess what? They can live anywhere and do that job. So it's changing the whole complexion of people not being able to move to be with a partner because the geographic thing with the job and it's gone. So it's just like changed all the boundaries and changed the whole thinking. So like I, uh, I have a, a client right now that is, selling her whole practice because everything that she does, she can do any, from anywhere. And she went on some dating site, met this guy in Montana, and here she is. Like, they're totally connected. <laughs> it's very much like what you it's wrote about in, in this month's article. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's like amazing. that. So she it's made amazing. her mind up. Let this, yeah. That's how, and it can happen quickly. So the article this month in Spirit Seeker, um, I really liked it. You went over the, you know, 14 different um things that go along uh, with, with the twin flame. Um, why don't you talk about it? Because there were like, I had, I had someone who um, asked if you were taking call, uh, you know, questions today, which by the way, Diane will be taking questions. We will not be doing readings today. Um, but in, in just, if you do want to ask a question, you just push one pound on your, uh, on your phone. Uh, and if you're in the email chat room or the uh, chat room, rather just, send me a message by whatever your question is to info at spiritseeker.com and then I'll ask it on the air if you're in the chat room. 
Um, okay, so Diane, wherever you want to go with this next, and maybe we're not ready for those um, those trademarks or things that you know are common in in this, but. But it seems like a good segue right now because um, when I read this, I just thought, wow, this is just so true about, you know, soulmate, twin flame. Yeah. So you and, and uh, some people are like, what is the difference? So at some point we do need to like totally clarify that too. Yeah. Even though there's not a total so, clarify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, so the soulmate thing is basically about, you know, you have, you have a soul agreement with someone to meet in this lifetime and, and do certain things. So it involves usually a karmic contract. And so maybe, for example, that contract would be about raising children or bringing certain children in. And so, uh, you know, I'm just summarizing that, that that would be more of a soulmate um, relationship. And then a twin flame relationship it's just so different. It's got a whole different vibe. And you, <laughs> the purpose of it is not necessarily to be together. And I think one of the most confusing things for people is because it's been romanticized, our twin flame and our soulmate, this is, these two things are not interchangeable. It's, there's one twin flame and there you can meet many soulmates, people that you have karmic contracts with. So, but you have one twin flame, and that that person is is a mirror soul, and the purpose of that connection is mainly about healing and union to bring together into balance the male female energies. And I'm just, you know, really just summarizing with this because it is all in the article for sure. But. One of the things, you know, people sometimes they, they, they do, like I said, they think they're going crazy. And there are some just really specific hallmarks of the twin flame connection that do not apply to just the, the to soulmate connection. I'm not downplaying soulmates either because that's, that's also important. But, but two different things and two different purposes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. It makes total sense. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I'm really – that's why I was delighted when you offered, um, you know, to speak on this topic and contribute an article to Spirit Seeker because it's just so timely. And um, I think we're all changing. And when, you know, you have as many people being affected by um, – you know, with, like you look at Italy and you look at Spain and then you look at the United States. And the United States is so big compared to, you know, like Europe and everything, but it's like – we're still connected. All of us are connected. And I think we're reconceiving all different areas of our lives, you know, and, you know, but either way, basically what you're saying is that the soulmate or the twin flame, either way, you're not crazy when you feel that, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known this person. Like, like, and you finish telepathic and, you know, you just, you just know things and you can feel each other, you know, I mean, it's it's just exactly. interesting, and um, but what I like is how you're explaining that with that twin flame, sometimes it's not a lifetime connection. It's it's there. Yeah. The purpose. So yeah, you want to talk just a little bit more about that, or? Sure. So, so with the soulmate, you know that we could say that's more of a life partner. You know, that's a person that you. <laughs> set up a household with and you know you do things and the twin flames usually have a a 
mission. And um, you kind of know, <laughs> you'll know if it's your twin flame because you, you have an odd meeting. You have the same, so see, this is why it gets confused because you have a, a lot of the same characteristics but one of the things that's really missing from the soulmate connection is, is this, and that we find in the twin flame connection, is the triggering. And you will notice that you are triggering each other right from the start. So you might meet this person, you know you have a connection, and all of a sudden you're triggering each other, and you go, I don't even know you. Why are we triggering each other? You know, right mm-hmm. from the get-go, right away. And, and, and when I say triggering... It's like it's bringing up um, issues in you that are that need to be healed, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, so with the soulmate, you don't have that. You know, you kind of not so much. You you you're meeting. You have an attraction. You're you know romantically um, inclined to one another, and you're you have telepathy, and you just know the person and. I'm not saying that soulmate relationships are not without their challenges. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a specific set of of things that happen with twin flames that really don't necessarily happen with soulmates. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes total sense. So these twin flame connections are really huge opportunities for us to go deeply at a soul level and heal whatever needs to be healed. Yeah, and so with the triggering, you know, the twin flames will trigger each other and mirror each other and feel each other, and it's 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 just odd because you go because the sort of the reaction to that is to get mad and to you know run and chase and uh, you've got to look the you've got to look to yourself. That's the whole thing there. The, the, neither a soulmate. A soulmate cannot complete you, and in twin flames, you cannot fix a person, and they cannot fix you, and they cannot, you know, fill you up, and you've got to do this for yourself. So nowhere is this more apparent than in a twin flame connection, but you've got to, it'll trigger you to look to your own issues, and a lot of those issues are with, between twin flames are abandonment issues, um, a lot of a lot of them. So abandonment will come up, and the thing is to not allow yourself to sit there and go, "Oh, this person abandoned me." I mean, you've got to look at all right. Why? Why do I feel abandoned? Who abandoned me in my in my past? And not only who abandoned me in my this lifetime, but what about other lifetimes? See, it's it's mm-hmm. a sort of reverberates through many lifetimes because the twin flame you can't ever get away from. So you, you've had many, many, yeah, because you're, you're, you are connected whether you want to be or not. And the running is kind of humorous because you can't get away from basically yourself. So you can run but eventually you're going to have to confront the issues that are being triggered through the the mirror. Did you ever have two mirrors facing each other 
and you notice how that infinity, you know, the, like you can see a hallway a. Kind of into infinity. That's my, I, that's, that's how the twin flame thing is. Infinite, and it's a mirror. It's weird. Right. Right. No, but there's a remembering. There's a recognizing. There's a an intense, yeah. just like you get right to it. It's not like normal dating, you know. It's um. There's a soul no, recognition, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's, I, I'm, yeah, yeah. In both. In I both. mean, and it's funny. You'll hear people say, like, that have had very successful relationships. But you'll hear them say, but as wonderful as they are, they were, they're nothing like this one. Like, it, in their mind, they know, but they didn't really realize maybe that it was a twin flame. But some, people who have had that blessing, and it's not always easy to have this blessing, but people have, that have had that blessing, they know that what, what you're talking about right here today. Because we don't have, yeah. like, I mean, you're lucky if you get to experience this. It doesn't happen to everybody. No, it doesn't. So we have many soulmates, and we have one twin flame, one. Mm-hmm. But I would say, you know, if you're not, when a lot of people go, you know, I want my twin flame. Well, you might not, because it, it can be it can be a painful journey. But you have the twin flame kind of shows up when you're ready to do the soul work, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't even they're not even calling it in. That all of a sudden, you know, they meet in some strange way, and then there's this instant recognition, and then there's usually, not always, a big age difference. And and so, you know, your linear mind is going, well, how does that work? You know, you're 20 years older or 20 years younger, and how does that work? So you can't you can't really wrap your head around it because you're like, I don't even know how that works in the in the earth plane, right? And uh, you know, uh, and so you know, the, yeah, the triggering and then there's just an intense logging for each other, and and you. Whoops. Into with the twin flame. See, another part of this is the sexual chemistry is off the rail, and. And it is that way sometimes for soulmates too, but in both. But this is way different. This is like I can't really even explain it. I don't think effectively. But those that have experienced it know what I'm saying. And and, and so maybe I, sometimes, I, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was, go ahead. For some reason, my phone cut out for just a moment. But go ahead. Uh, what did you say? Um. Well, did you hear the part about the sexual chemistry? <laughs> no, I missed that. And that's quite interesting that I, that, no, I didn't hear anything. So what did I miss? <laughs> okay. All right, Cindy, you're going to have to go back and listen to your own show. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, I mean, I, you know, which I do sometimes because I'm like, you know, you're managing a switchboard. You're like getting emails and all of a sudden you're like, what did she say or what did he say? And, and, and you, know, you don't want to ask them to repeat it all the time, but. And you don't have to repeat it if you don't want to, but go ahead if you do. But yeah. well, I think we all like to talk about sex, so I'll I'll repeat it. So the the sexual chemistry between the twin flames is just off the charts. There is nothing else uh, like it, and there it may be inexplicable. You go, why do I just want to be with this person that I do not know? 
You know, mm-hmm. that's that's one right. of the really strange things about it. Even though I did say you can have that same attraction with soulmates, but this twin flame thing is like sort of a quest for union. It's a quest for oneness. Mm-hmm. And when you're not with that person, you really feel the absence, even though you're never really separated because you can't separate. But the illusion of the separation is can be really painful because the goal is union, basically. It's weird. Wow. Okay. Well, but I, it makes sense. So does this whole, everything that Diane is talking about right now in this part of the show is in, is in this uh, issue of Spirit Singer, but it's like, she talks about the strange meeting and, you know, when you hear of someone who has met someone and we've all heard, and it's like, I met this person in the strangest place and then you will not believe where that went. You know, so that is part of it. And then the age difference, you talked about the telepathy, you know, just just yeah. being able to totally connect without ever picking up the phone. Um, uh, triggering, we yeah. talked about that, the sadness yeah. went apart, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Feeling each other. Um, you know, like like a, a lot of this is like, you know, when you think about like twins, you know, even twins have been separated at birth. I mean, I know this is like in a total different way, but when I read the article, I was thinking, you know, like, Twins kind of know, when, like, even if they've been separated, they know when something happened to the other one. It's like a, it's a whole different connection. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, so yeah. you feel each other. And, and then you wanted to add something yeah. I could feel. What do you want to add here? Well, there's a degree of obsession as well. You become obsessed with each other, which is not necessarily healthy, but it is one of the hallmarks of this Um and you go, why can't I get this person out of my mind? Why can't I get them out of And it doesn't even matter how much time has passed. You, you go, uh, uh, you can still feel each other. And, you know, that <laughs> you want to be obsessed with yourself, not, you know, this person. You want to be obsessed with your own healing. It's not, right. but it is, a hall, it is a hallmark. But, you know, you got to focus on yourself, not in a narcissistic way in a healing kind of way. Try to be your best self. You know, don't expect that person to heal you. They'll trigger you into into your own healing. But you're right. If the twin connection, just even with regular twins, it's, it's, um, it's a whole different symbiotic thing that you couldn't, you can't, it's hard to explain to anybody. Right. But, you know, and that's especially, you know, I've worked with a lot of clients, you know, with breath work and, you know, when there's been an absorbed twin, which happens a lot, you know, there's sometimes a soul yearning that because they shared the womb and then, you know, sometimes the baby makes it all the way to birth, but a lot of times they're absorbed. So there's no way that they really even knew that there was a second, but there's a consciousness that comes in with that. And um, so I think that, you know, yeah, this connection that you're talking about, this article is just absolutely fabulous. And then you talk about previous commitments. One of the parties is usually already involved in a karmic relationship, one in which yep. they may have previously thought that was their person, their soulmate. This is usually a codependent yep. relationship, and uh, one, your twin may not want to leave for a variety of reasons. So here you've got this, and then you've got this. So. So that kind of goes along with it because it's not, you're not planning it. You're not going out looking for your twin flame necessarily that belongs to someone else. You know, I mean, I I would hope not anyway, but so it's just kind of like, then you've got that whole situation to deal with, you know? Um, And I've seen it. I've seen it 
you know, we both have, you know, we, with the work that we do. And, and it's very, it's very hard emotionally because, you know, it's, it's often just energetically there and then you have to make a choice. Well, yes, you do. And see, Twin Flames, here's the, the, the problem. You, well, whatever, the challenge. You, you, challenge. Twin Flames <laughs> share, yeah, exactly. Twin Flames share one soul. You are one soul. You cannot, you know, separate. You, you, you're one soul when you came in here as one soul. And so there's a degree of, of pain associated with, especially if you're, your person is with someone else. You know, they're doing, you got to just let them do their, their thing there because that's the, they signed up to be with that karmic soulmate. And usually, well, not usually, but sometimes there are children involved and, you know, you don't want to mess with that. So the idea is kind of, you know, understanding that this kind of connection is not about being having a life with that person. It's about you. It's about your healing and, and your twins healing. And, and that healing reverberates through the soul group. And it also helps the world because like I said, it's about male, female balance. And so it's, it's a healing to the world. So I think don't focus, you know, got to focus on the bigger picture of what's really going on in that twin flame connection rather than just going, you know, pining away for the twin. You got to see the bigger picture. Right. You know? Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Okay, so we do have um, a, a couple of questions. So we're going to go to area code. Um, I'm going to say the area code in the first three digits, and then I'll, you'll hear me say that, that you're live on the air. You'll say your first name, if you would be so kind, where you're calling from, and what your question is um, for Diane today. So we're going to first go to area code 519-257. You are live on the air. Hi, Diane. My name is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. I really like what you're saying about the twin flames. My question is, is, do you feel like someone will meet a twin flame online? I just feel like they're not going to come that way. Or if you are like people say, get out there, you got to meet people, whatever. So, you, you know, you find you're in a number of relationships with people, but does that inhibit your twin flame from coming through? If that's what you're looking for, if you're already in some sort of not necessarily committed relationship, but you know, uh, some sort of relationship. No, because the thing is, there's you're scheduled to meet. You're, it's, it's divine, divinely guided how you meet, and you're usually not looking for it. And and that's when it happens. You're, you're not looking for it. It's just the timing. It could come through in any way, but if you're out there, see, this is really important, Jennifer. And I don't know where you, what part you came in on the program, but the twin flame connection is not necessarily desirable even. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily a romantic life partner situation. So uh, it's usually, you know, you're not looking for it. It shows up and it it can show up online, but you're not looking for it. Um, It it, takes you by surprise. 
So it doesn't have to be either of them. So it could be like your mother. It could be like. No, no, you kind of cut out there, but you're asking if the twin flame could be, yeah. Like a parent or, or that, a friend that can or a be coworker. A, that can be a soulmate. That would be a oh, like a soulmate. Okay, yeah. because it's got to be romantic to be a twin flame. No. Okay. No, kind of, kind of the opposite. So, um, no, yeah, <laughs> they can both be romantic, but the point of both of them is different. So you, we have many soulmates, and we can have soulmate, or our soulmate could be our pet, or soulmate could be our mother, or sister, or cousin, whatever. Those, are, these are soulmate karmic relationships. You, you're part of the same soul family. You know one another. You incarnate here to do soulmate things, right? But the twin flame journey is all about healing. It's not necessarily about romance. And there are certain specific sets of things that happen in a twin flame relationship to kind of hallmark it that do not happen in a soulmate relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, the the trigger thing was really... um... Yeah, the trigger thing was very. Uh, I listened to everything that you were saying, um, so oh, the trigger okay. thing was very interesting because I never really looked at it that way. But you know, I do look at it as the way that you know that the healing, the healing to occur if you're if you're conscious of it. <laughs> because to some people, a trigger is just going to be a trigger, and it's just going to make them angry. <laughs> but if you're conscious of what it is, then you're going to be able to do the healing around it. Yeah, you know what, it's really challenging to get out of the ego and really see what's going on there about, wait a minute, that person just triggered me, and like I, I said, it was usually about abandonment issues. And then, you know, it's, all, it's an all-faceted mirror because, let's say your soulmate triggers your abandonment issue, and then you look at yours, and they have to look at theirs, and then they look at um, where can I not even necessarily get to this place, but where are they abandoning and abandoning you? Where have they been abandoned? Where have, where has their father abandoned them, their mother? Where have they abandoned? It's a big, it's like a big, you know, chain. It's a big reflection and it can go pretty deep. So in, also in that, then you would have to look at who, where you were the abandoner and, why you're running from the connection and who's abandoned you. And you got to take that all the way back to childhood and even past lives, past life regressions help with that too. Where, where did I abandon? Do you understand? Well, yeah, yeah. You got to want to know that too. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) You're you're welcome, Jennifer. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks so much for calling in. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Jennifer. Thank you. You know, Cindy, that brings up a really, she brings up a really good point is you have to want to know it. And, and so that's why we have the, the running in this twin flame connection, because a lot of people just can't face it and they don't want to face it. So they run away and they stay away Mm -hmm. for, you know, a year or whatever. And then because they weren't ready to face the issue because these issues are deep. Right. Right. Well, 
And yeah. love brings up anything unlike itself for the purpose of healing. And the love that happens in twin planes is just so deep. Like there's a there's just a deep, deep heart space that's shared. And you know, anytime you have that much love connection, it will bring up things that need to be healed. And you know, I'm really glad you um, answered that question because I was wondering about myself. Like I can remember my girlfriend um, saying that when her daughter was quite young she looked up at her and she said I was your grandmother before and and this like child is just very well she's now in her 30s but um but you know even as a child I could tell this you know a little girl she was just very like tuned in and it's like we have these we have these soul level karmic uh agreements and healings that you know we and I remember Deepak Chopra saying years ago you know he said we used to talk about synchro uh synchronicity he goes, we're really advancing. This was a long time ago, by the way. He said, we're into synchro destiny. And he said, pay attention to the groups that you find yourself in because you, have may, you, know, you may have worked together in other lifetimes. So, you know, I always kind of look like, you know, even in classes that I'm teaching or even on this radio show today. Like, you know, when sometimes when we do offer free readings, uh, we do the first Friday of every month. There's always like, like sometimes it'll be all career questions. And then another time will be mm-hmm. all relationship questions. Then another time will be all money questions. You know, it's like interesting how people will come together. But with this, with this synchronicity and soul destiny and recognizing people, you know, it's a whole different ballgame when you can actually realize you can have more than one soulmate. It's, it's like just be present and experience that part fully present. And if the other part shows up, then you're blessed, it's, even if it doesn't seem like a blessing. Yeah, well, it's all about the healing in, in both. Right. And, and we're, you know, we're in consciousness place where uh, critical mass, we, have, we need to heal. And, you know, we need to heal throughout many lifetimes. And um, it's interesting that you brought up the, you know, past lives because actually um, you can meet your twin flame. This is another reason why there, there are, there's some degree, there can be, not always, but typically a degree of age difference because you can meet the same person that maybe departed, I don't know, you know, 40 years ago or whatever, 30 maybe or whatever, and now is back in your life. So you can meet the same. It's not even about just past life. It's about you can, you know, meet someone that you knew before in this lifetime, depending on how old you are. Let's say a 70-year-old woman meets a 40-year-old man who she could have known already in this lifetime and maybe departed when he was 21 or something. You know what I mean? So that is right. not so weird. It's not so weird anymore either. So you can look at um, past lives, but you, can, you should also look at this lifetime. There are a you lot know, of, I don't uh, know if you've met, Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. There are a lot. What? And there are a lot of, say, older women or even older men that um, start a relationship with a very, very younger person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's becoming really common. That's because you know that person, you know, not just from another lifetime, but maybe from this lifetime. Something to consider. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. What I was going to say is, you know, uh, Louise Hay, um, when she, uh, she was, you know, very, 
on the front lines with the AIDS, you know, a lot of her friends and a lot of her peers and authors that she worked with, you know, they, they had AIDS and she would look at a, uh, the brand new babies popping back in. Like she would say, are you Jimmy that just left? Because she said that she found that, you know, this is the front end of AIDS. Uh, we're way you know down the road with it, but the very front end when there was no cure and there was no, you know, there's still no cure, but there's ways to like slow it down, et cetera. And with it. But back then, people pretty much died. And she said that the suffering that they went through with their soul by the time they left, oftentimes they they had cleared so much that they were then ready to come back and help. So she would look at these exactly. babies and just wonder, wonder, you know, because you know, whenever you have like a like a war or different things, when you have that many people leave that suddenly and you know, it causes a different dimension. And so, or not, not dimension, that's not the right word, but it, it's a different reality for everyone. There's a collective consciousness we're all trying to go in, you know. And yeah. um, I, think that, I think that right now with us having been sheltered, some people's lives didn't change that much. I mean, for the most part, I, you know, work out of my home, uh, which soon I sold my home, so pretty soon I'm going to be like this little gypsy person. But um, so I've been practicing this. this, this I, I know it's like Diane. Seriously, I'm letting go of everything. It's just funny, and so um, so so things have changed for me. And I'm just and my my oldest son says, "Well, mom, after this next little thing you're doing, what's next?" I'm like, "I have no idea." I said, "All I know is that it's going to be an adventure." I said, "I'm on an adventure. I've been on one." And I said, "And this is this is the next part." So, you know, I guess I guess where I'd like to talk just a moment you have so many gifts is um, your Akashic record work because that goes so hand in hand with everything that we're talking about today. And so for the people who don't know what the Akashic records are or they're like, what is a past life or what is all this? Let's go into that just a little bit because um, I think that would be helpful to our listeners. Okay. So the Akashic records are, it's your, it's your soul record and so the way I see it always is there actually is a big library and and everyone has a book and then everyone has, you know, many chapters in their book. And um, you can find a person's record actually by, you know, either their, just their first name or whatever, sometimes the birthday. But I don't need that. But, you know, just the first name and the voice has a their soul is contained in the voice. And so you can get the record through the voice. And anyway, you go to the, the library and find the book that is that person's soul record of everything. And you can open the book and go to certain chapters and find whatever. <laughs> so in psychic in medium and psychics and we, I say even, you know, some things are just written. So when I say, because mm-hmm. you get into that discussion about, you know, fate and destiny and free will, some things are just written, okay? They just are. Mm-hmm. So like right. the twin flame thing, if you're scheduled to meet the twin, it's written, and it's in the Akashic record. So that, and then, but that's the way it was always shown to me, the Akashic record. So soul record. Right. And, um, yeah, you asked me about the Akashic Records, and does that explain it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because I just know we didn't cover it earlier, and we mentioned that you do that, and, um, you know, so so this is, this is the deal, you know, to work 
as Diane does with all of these different hats, like, you know, but the main hat is you're helping people. You're helping people no matter what you're doing. And, um, you know, with, with the music, I mean, how, I just, I just think that's just fun what you do. And I, and I'm sure you're a great writer. I mean, you obviously enjoy writing and, um, so tell us about your, um, your Oracle deck. So I didn't even know you had Oracle decks. I'm reading your bio. I'm like, huh. And then I'm like intrigued by the money and manifesting and money and manifesting too. I'm like, I wonder what those are. So, (laughs) so tell us anything else you want to share. We we have a few more. Okay. Sure. So, and thank you for asking. I appreciate it. But here's the point about, you know, my stuff, all my stuff. And so I try to live as a whole integrated person. So if I have this gift and that gift and the other gift, then I'm going to try to bring those all together and, and go, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And then how does it help people? Because my sole mission is to help people. And that's what I'm doing here. And so, you know, for people out there, identify what your own soul mission is and then just take all, all of your gifts and you, if you don't think you don't have any because you do. Um, and I, I just seem to have some, but, but, you know, they go together. That's my point. Integrate mm-hmm. your gifts. So if you're a writer, you're a singer, you're whatever, you know, integrate them. That is the point of this lifetime. Integrate your gifts. So, um, yeah, I started in uh, 1993. I was channeled a guided meditation, and from that meditation, I made angel cards with channeled messages, and they were channeled to me in verse. Um, and then I made this deck of cards, and then I made, uh, you know, the, this music CD that went with it, and this me- the meditation. It all went together, and it was this healing journey basically now, those cards voice of the angels the healing journey cards are out of print now um, but you can still get a free angel card reading online with them at freeangelcardreadings.com and I have many um, different readings there with all of my oracle decks and then I made some animated ones too when I say animated they're animated gifts so they move and then they have music oh. as well so yeah it was, it's, been, it's been fun but my point is, um, I just took everything in my refrigerator and made something out of it. I go, what do I make out of this? You know, and how does right. it help the world? Right. And and you know, this lifetime has never, ever, not even once, I don't think, been about me. It's always been about, you know, how does this help the world? So right now, um, I've been working on for the past two years on a um, spa meditations, which is a meditation app. We're going to launch it in August. I'm really, really, really excited about it because uh, you know, like we spent um, over a year making content and meditations, and they're not just regular old meditations. They're video meditations, and we have them as audio, and uh, um, it's pretty cool. And I'm, as you can tell, I'm excited. But so that's yeah, the direction that's right. that 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 all of this started taking with the writing and the animation and the video things and uh, the interesting meditation from ever I can remember. So it all, what do I do with this? You know, I'm going to make something out of it, right? So that's what I did. So that's right. uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's really true. I like that. And you know, like, like someone explained it to me uh, one time with, she said, when you came in, you know, you had Archangel um, Raphael. That's why you were drawn to nursing and healing. But then 
if you had done that, you would have only reached so many people as a nurse. But instead, Gabriel came in, and Gabriel, you know, helped guide you to a newspaper that helps with healing, a radio show that helps with healing. People, you know, it's the communication aspect so that I can reach more people and help more people this lifetime. Um, okay, we have a question that came through the um, email. So it says, sure. basically, how, how, how will you know when you are done with the lessons with your twin flame? When will the emotional, there's like three questions here. Uh, when will the emotional pain or yearning for them ever end? Or is that not possible? Oh, bless this person's heart. Oh, I get it. I can feel the pain through the question. All right, so it's not about ending. I mean, it's about healing. And so you're going to know when you're no longer triggered and when you feel in yourself that, that, that integration and that male-female balance and when you feel happy inside yourself and you feel balanced and you feel on your tra- tra- trail, you know, there, your track, and that you have this immense unconditional love for your twin for yourself, for everyone, you forgive everyone, and you just go, oh, yeah, I get it. And you're happy. That, that's how you know. You're happy. And you don't, you're not mad. And you're, you know, you're on with things. Does that, does that answer it? Well, she, this person emailed it in, so it's hard to know, but I think it answered yeah. it. I thought that was very, um, very, very yeah. helpful. Um, and it's, it's, you know, the whole thing is, is this, we have this tendency to replay, replay, relive, replay. You know what? It's, it's, I was talking to someone the other day about this book called Love is Letting Go of Fear by Gerald Jampolsky. It's an old one, um, but it's a good read. And he talks about how your life, there's never been a movie, comparison to a movie, there's never been a movie made that, you know, at the end of the day, you look at the rushes, you know, what was filmed. And if you say, oh, the lighting wasn't quite right, or, you know, that person's voice wasn't just quite right, you don't reshoot the whole day thing. You take that, whatever wasn't the way you wanted it, you edit it out, you reshoot it, you splice it in, and onwards you go. And he compares our life to that. There's not any life that doesn't have something that you wish had been different or whatever. But if you spend too much time in the regret or the um, obsessing with it instead of integrating it and moving on and getting to the joy in today. Like you don't want your today yeah. to be robbed. And that's what, that's what the, that's why, you know, I understood totally when you're talking about the twin flame and how it might not be a lifetime, but what you have is probably going to give you more to go on for a very long time. if not your whole lifetime. Just, you know what I mean? Just that. Yeah. That kicks. It's, yeah. I mean, it's hard to describe, but you know what I'm saying? Well, so, you're, you're describing it perfectly, and it's about integration. And I love what you said about, you know, allowing yourself to be guided in your life. You have to, because if I've looked at, you know, let's say 1993, and even my dad was going, why are you doing these silly cards? I don't get it. What are you doing here? You know, I mean, why are you yeah. doing it if you're, at the time, not making any money? And, you know, I don't get it. Why are you doing it? I said, because I'm supposed to. Oh, well, you're fascinated with the process, you know, but I was just following along and I was willing, knowing that this lifetime is about some, not about me. um, I was willing to just go with that 
with where I was led and trust that this was going to be okay. And it was, you know, 10 years or whatever before any such cards were even available. And I, everyone thought I was nuts, including me. Right. I was like, whatever. I don't know. I don't get it. But, you know, <laughs> I've, I, I, I brought these tools somewhere else. They feel familiar to me. Let me do it. And I did a series of music and meditation, stuck a meditation at the end, and no one was doing it. And they're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm doing it. Right. You know? See, so, you listened. You listened and you knew. And oftentimes yeah. when we listen, we're light years ahead of everybody else. Like, I want to say light years, but, you know, it's like the field of dreams, yeah. you know, build it and they will come. And those are the front runners, you know, those are the, the visionaries. And it takes courage to be a visionary. It takes courage to listen. But, you know, your life is so much better than when you don't listen. <laughs> it's like, I and we both know what that me. looks I like. <laughs> I agree. Oh, my God. Everyone. They all have the ability to, to listen. That's what I want to leave your listeners with. Everyone has, not because I'm so great and gifted and wonderful and can tune in and know my whole life. That's not it. You have to be willing to listen to your own guidance and, like you said, just be guided. Go in this direction, even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't make any sense to you whatsoever. Just do right. it. You just, you just listen. You just listen. All right. So, um, yeah. listeners, you have been hearing the wonderful wisdom from Diane Garris that she does write. Um, well, she wrote an article this month on the topic we've discussed all, um, you know, during this hour on twin flames and soulmate connections. She also does wonderful music reviews um, with different recording artists from different genres, um, and that's also in spirits to hear each month. She has two websites. DianeGarrisMusic.com and DianeGarris.com, and uh, that is spelled D-Y-A-N-G-A-R-R-I-S-Music.com. We will be back on the air one week from today, and my guest uh, that day is Normandy Ellis. She is an expert on um, anything and everything to do with uh, Egypt, and she has a new book uh, out called The Hieroglyphic Words of Power, Symbols for Magic, Divination, and Dream Work. Um, I've interviewed Normandy before. I'm fascinated with her work. So um, that will be next week. And then um, just please know that this show is a, a, is a podcast. The minute it is finished, it's downloadable. So if if you only came on for part of it and you couldn't stay on for all of it, or if you had to miss it this morning, then you can download it. You can share the link with other people. Just enjoy. And, Diane, thank you so much for all that you're, you're doing, and thank you for getting up so early and being on the air at 7 o'clock your time. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you and, and all your efforts, and, um, and we'll just be, I'll be in touch. And, uh, and listeners, thank I, you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Be happy, and just enjoy. Be present, and see what shows up. All right. Thank you so much. Namaste. Have a beautiful day. Thanks again, Diane.